This is the Early Childhood Research Podcast, and you're listening to Episode 2. Welcome to the Early Childhood Research Podcast, where we tell you how the latest research can help in your home and in your classroom. Welcome. It's great to have you here. I'm Liz, and I'm the host of the Early Childhood Research Podcast. This is Episode 2, and today we're talking about the how and why of developing pre-writing skills. The material for this episode has come largely from Laura Deinhardt's 2015 journal article called Handwriting in Early Childhood Education and the website childdevelopment.com.au. You can find more details about these on my show notes if you go to lizesearlylearningspot.com and click on the podcast tab, look for episode 2. There you'll also find a written transcript of today's episode. You'll find some links to line tracing printables that you can download for free and links to some really excellent Pinterest boards that are focused on fine motor skills and pre-writing skills that will be really helpful for you. You'll also find an infographic that summarizes basically this whole episode into one pin. So you're welcome to go and pin that to one of your Pinterest boards as a reminder of how to develop these writing skills. You might ask, is it really important to worry about young children learning pre-writing skills? And the resounding answer is yes from researchers because they're a strong indicator of future academic achievement. Most research on early writing has focused on lower primary age children, which means that studies on young children from two to five years are a little thin. And one of the causes of this was the long-held philosophy that very young children would learn what they needed merely by playing within a print-rich environment. So put them in an environment where they can see labels, they can see newspapers, they can make shopping lists and see recipe books, It was considered that this would be enough to give children what they needed to develop their pre-writing skills. However, it's been shown that this is not enough. The print-rich environment is still an excellent idea, but children also need explicit instruction. So, for example, how many children will learn to hold their scissors properly by themselves? They need guidance for how to brush their teeth, to hold a pencil correctly, to trace the alphabet, to cut out shapes... These things don't all happen innately. On the one hand, we'd love to be able to say to parents, don't worry, your child will learn everything they need to know once they start kindergarten. And it's true that the large majority of kinder teachers do an awesome job helping their little ones transition to school. But it's also true that preparing children for kinder can be a huge help and a huge confidence booster. Learning to write is a process. There are a lot of skills that need to develop. So it's usually a fairly long process. According to recent studies, the foundations for writing start well before kindergarten and play a major role in a child's long-term writing success. How does our brain react to early writing? According to Brain Imaging, writing activities stimulate important areas of the brain. Firstly, Writing letters activates what we call the reading circuit in four- and five-year-olds, much more than tracing or typing letters. Secondly, writing stimulates the prefrontal cortex, that area which is responsible for attention and impulse control and our working memory. 
Because of this, researchers are hoping that by developing this pre-writing skills when children are very young, it will actually help them to develop their attention and their impulse control and their working memory. It's estimated that between 5 to 33% of the student population have difficulties with handwriting, so it's certainly something that needs to be addressed. All fine motor skills predict academic achievement. But manipulation skills, using your hands to manipulate objects, etc., are not really a great predictor. But fine motor writing skills, the fine motor skills used to actually write, are a very high predictor of future academic achievement. Getting the brain working in the prefrontal cortex area is a good idea because it's responsible for self-regulation and executive functioning. And executive functioning, we mean attention and the impulse control and the working memory. Researchers are suggesting that early writing difficulties may be an early indicator of broader cognitive concerns. And handwriting or handwriting readiness may improve executive functioning. It's estimated that children in preschool spend about 3% of their time doing pencil and paper activities. And then when they hit kindergarten, it rises to over 20%. So we might ask the question, are the children ready to spend that much time on pencil and paper? That big jump from 3% to 20%. I'm now going to talk about 11 building blocks for writing readiness. The first is hand and finger strength. Writing is tiring and it can discourage children from persevering. So try using Play-Doh, squeezing tweezers, squeezing pegs, anything that's going to get their fingers working together to, to strengthen them. The second one is crossing the midline, being comfortable to reach across to the other side of their body. Does your child switch writing hands or kick a ball with both feet rather than showing one foot or one hand dominance? It could be an indicator that they're struggling with this crossing the midline concept. Try dance moves where arms and legs cross the body or painting at an easel with only one hand so they have to sweep right across the canvas. Thirdly, it's the way a child grasps their pencil. Their pencil grip needs to be correct. And if you do a Google search, you'll find plenty of videos and suggestions for teaching children how to hold their pencil correctly. Fourthly, children need hand-eye coordination where their eyes and their hands are working together to do something like catch a ball or to jump up to catch bubbles that have been blown into the air. Fifthly, children need bilateral integration. And this means using two hands together where one hand is the lead and the other hand helps. For example, in opening a jar or sharpening a pencil or cutting paper. The next one is upper body strength and postural control. A child's neck and their trunk needs to be stable to support the other limbs and prevent fatigue. Number seven is the need to manipulate objects. They need to be able to use their toothbrush effectively, their hairbrush, crayons, spoons and forks. Encouraging independence will give kids a lot more practice at using their hands. And this is a really great pre-writing skill. Then there is visual perception. And that means the brain being able to interpret what our eyes see. 
Number nine is hand dominance, the development of a preferred hand for most activities like drawing or cutting. Number 10 is hand division. Now this is when children use only their thumb and their index and their middle fingers, those three fingers, to manipulate something. And then they keep fingers four and five curled up within the hand. So if you try, have the children try sorting marbles or buttons or small shells into groups by colour or size, they'll use those three fingers to do that. This is clearly a precursor to learning to hold a pencil. The last one I want to mention is spatial and temporal vocabulary, words that are often used around children when they're learning to write letters, such as the top, go up to the top, go down to the bottom, go around, that kind of vocabulary we want our children to be familiar with. If you're not sure whether or not your child is ready for writing, there are nine pre-writing strokes that are recommended that children should be competent at before we ask them to actually start writing. At two years, they should be able to draw an up and down line. At two and a half years, they should be able to draw a horizontal line. When they're three, they should be able to draw some kind of circle. When they're between three and a half and four, they should be able to take that vertical line and put it on top of the horizontal line so they've got like a plus sign. When they're four, they should be able to draw some kind of square. And when they're four and a half, they should be able to draw a diagonal line, like a slash or a backslash on the computer keyboard. When they're late fours, nearly five, they put those on top of each other and then they can draw a cross. When they're five, just a few months over five, they should be able to draw some kind of triangle. Apparently, children who can draw that oblique cross adequately are able to copy a significantly higher number of letters than little ones who cannot draw that slash backslash cross. Lots of children develop these skills in their everyday life without thought or intention. More and more children are entering childcare and preschool in the years prior to kindergarten and their carers are making sure that they're developing their fine motor skills and their gross motor skills. Some children move through these development stages easily, but others do not. And two main reasons come to mind. Firstly, the child is experiencing developmental delays, which means they need more attention, more encouragement and intentional engagement. For them, these foundation steps are critical as they will need more time for mastery and to gain confidence. Consulting a paediatrician, an occupational therapist, early on can make a huge difference towards positive long-term outcomes. Secondly, the child might not have had the opportunity to engage in developing these pre-writing skills. Children who arrive on the kindergarten doorstep who have not developed fine motor control will find school a lot more frustrating and tiring than others. Every time they use scissors, every time they hold a pencil, make a craft or draw a picture, it will take them a lot more focus than other children as their mind and their body works to make those connections between their brain and their hands. Often it's easier and quicker for us to do tasks for our children, pulling up their zippers, doing up their buttons, brushing hair, picking up toys, turning pages, putting on shoes and jackets. 
Most children can be more independent than we realize. They just need the time and the opportunity. So if we're able to slow things down a bit and wait for a child to at least, say, have a good attempt at one button, then we're doing them a great service. Some children might really resist doing these tasks, but I'm suggesting that the more they resist, the more we should think about encouraging them to be independent because they're finding it difficult. So the more they do it, the easier it will be. I've given 11 skills that children need for pre-writing and we can choose any of those and start developing them. There is such a wide range of skills there. When researching quality story writing in first graders, 53% of the variance in the quality could be accounted for by letter legibility and speed. In other words, how well the children formed their letters, how fast they were able to write, made a huge difference to the creativity and the final result of their story writing. When they were provided with handwriting instruction, the compositions, their fluency increased a lot. In other words, being able to write individual letters clearly and easily makes a huge difference to quality and content. This is because when the basic skills are automatic, the brain can concentrate on higher order composition skills. They don't have to think about how do I form this letter? How do I form this word? They can just think about the actual composition and being creative in their story writing. When they have low skill levels, it leads to increased frustration, poor motivation, and a decreased belief in their own abilities. Slow writers find it difficult to put their ideas on paper. So the development of pre-writing skills, getting kids confident with using their hands, confident with forming those letters, really helps them to achieve. And when children learn to write more quickly as they're younger, when it's something that they can enjoy doing and they love doing, it's just natural that it's something that they will enjoy in the long term that will make them better writers. If as they're learning in kinder, in grade one, in grade two, if they're struggling compared to other children, they're not going to enjoy it. So they're going to continue that struggle. This is why it's important to start developing those writing skills from a very young age. So they've got lots of time without pressure to develop all those pre-writing skills that will come together to help them to be good and confident writers. There are many ways to prepare children for writing, but it's good to remember that the research is showing that it's the actual act of putting pencil to paper, writing those strokes and practicing those letters that really gets the brain geared up. For example, children who largely type letters are much slower at recognizing and writing individual letters than children who mostly write them. So while computers can be great for kids, and they are, don't neglect that pencil and paper. You can find the show notes for this episode at lizzersearlylearningspot.com. Click on the podcast tab and find episode two. There you'll find a transcript. There are fine motor skill printables that you can download for free. There are links to some really great Pinterest boards for fine motor skills and also for pre-writing skills, etc. If you have enjoyed this episode, I'd ask you to please go to iTunes and submit a review and a rating that will help other people find the podcast more easily. 
Thanks for joining me to learn a little more about early childhood research and I wish you happy teaching and learning. Thanks for listening to the Early Childhood Research Podcast at www.lizsearlylearningspot.com.